it leaves a mark, amen? Yeah. Well, the mark she left on us um, is many, but one of those, she marked her little girl. She marked her from birth. She marked her first nine months of her life in the womb. And yesterday was a special day for me. I wasn't here, but I was here. And Katie picked up where her mama left off and blessing the ladies of this church. And Yesterday was a phenomenal day. And um, Bonnie, you got the microphone? Who's got the mic? I didn't know mic. There it is. I took it down. I'm sorry. But I just want, ladies, I want to take a few minutes and please don't talk long. Because I want to give everybody a chance, and we'll, we'll, we'll share some more of these along the way, so please be very sensitive to, to the time for people. But I want, I want some, there were some things that happened yesterday that I think needs to be shared with the congregation, and um, because it, it, it is a, a continuation of what Debbie started with, um, with Love Leaves a Mark, and marking, I forget how we said it, but marking... Huh? Living loved. Yeah, that was the original. Living loved. And um but some things happen and I'm gonna share when I close out, I'll share a couple of stories that, that I heard about that I think are so important. But um any any anybody wanna share about yesterday, ladies? Lonnie's got the microphone because we want to hear you. Not everybody at one time. I'll start calling names in just a minute. Kim will share first. My daughter-in-law. Okay, so it's called Thrive. And Katie said, I believe Katie, keep me straight. It's a casting crown song that Mama loved. And when Katie said it yesterday, y'all, it was perfect because it sounded just like her mama. She said, um, we're just all surviving when we should be thriving. So Katie begged only to that last night. And to thrive means to, to grow vigorously. That's what that means. And to be vigorous and to, to flourish. And so uh, Katie uh, blamed it on her um, newborn brain, but he's not quite a newborn anymore, is he? I don't know if he is or not. Anyway, she broke us up in small groups, which is really cool because it wasn't one person dominating. It was an active participant thing, right, Gail? And so everybody's voice was heard. Um, and I think Angie and uh, Katie did it on purpose because when they broke us up in groups, I was waiting and nobody came to my group. <laughs> and finally I had three sweet ladies come. And, and this is the common theme, Katie Bug. Um, Nita and Julie and I talked about this yesterday too. Who we were with was who we were specifically supposed to be with. And um, I had taken a break for a couple of months, and those sweet ladies, um, just to have some biblical rest, just to wrap my mind and do the things. And when we pulled back up there, those two sweet ladies, they were dealing with the exact same thing. And so um, I shared a little bit of my story. They shared a little bit of their story. We prayed. We cried. We laughed. Um, I know I'm not supposed to talk long, so i got to hurry. Um, but I was just, that was the part that really spoke to me was that it wasn't one person dominating. It wasn't a sit and get. It was a time to build relationship. And one of the things that we came out with our group is that we're the church. Amen. 
There's no guilt and condemnation if you don't come every time the doors are open. Jeez, babies, y'all stop that. There's no star you're going to get. God looks at your heart, not your performance. You can't earn it anyway, so blah. And that's what we talked about. And when I left, I got myself in that car because Shane's in pineapple. That's what he does. We have to do hard things for all he leaves. And, um, and I just thank the Lord for my church family and for a young woman who's not even 30. She's not even 30 doing big things. And your mama, Big Deb, would be so proud. Amen. Thank you. Somebody else? Somebody else? I thought yesterday morning was just amazing for us to all be together and then to divide up and... There was somebody I didn't even know that had been coming to church, but she sits upstairs, so I didn't know her. But I'm glad I got to know her yesterday. But it's really interesting, this thing about thriving. <clears throat> some of you know, and some of you don't, but I love to grow African violets, and I have beautiful African violets in my kitchen. But I also have some cactuses. I have four. Do not bloom. Thanksgiving cactus, uh-uh. Christmas cactus, uh-uh. Easter cactus, uh-uh. And so, but I keep watering them, and I keep hoping that that's going to happen. I want you to know, yesterday, when I got home, I looked up and... <gasps> One of my cactuses is just in full bloom. It's got cactuses, all, blooms on it, and little tiny buds. They're going to keep coming. It's starting to thrive. Amen. And I thought, okay, God, now all of us ladies are going to thrive just like that cactus. Amen. Even if we are dry, we got watered yesterday, and we're going to thrive. Amen. Amen. Good work. Somebody else. Somebody else. Lonnie can climb the stairs if any of y'all up there. Sorry. Right. Y'all can come down. Y'all can come down, Lonnie said. Somebody else. Real quick. And you want to share? Just from a mother's perspective, I can just say, you know, and from Debbie's perspective, she must have been so proud yesterday of Katie, and I was just so proud of her. and. Um, it definitely was a God thing just to the groups that were put together and just it was all about the relationships and I think that's what Katie wanted more than anything is, and was her mom's original goal was to let the women of Auburn Heights kind of come together and have relationships and be able to do life together and it was just amazing how God did the groups and how it was just so perfect um, I know that um, I worked with Debbie on the first conference that she had put together, and it was just so awesome working with Katie, and just she's just like her mother, and just watching her the details, and just just having God's heart for you know putting it together was just awesome. So, Amen. thanks for letting me be a part of it. Amen. Um, I just kind of wanted to jump on what Kim was saying about the groups and how they were. They were meant to be who they were meant to be with. Um, I am in the process of working through some things after Marley's birth, and I um, 
am working through them with Nikki, and she's been a great mentor. But I'm also looking forward to <clears throat> taking my story and mentoring someone else. Um, and I met the sweet little lady upstairs, and we have very similar stories, and so I'm looking forward to what God's going to do Amen. with that. Amen. That's good. Yep. That's what it's about. Anybody else? Anybody else? Debbie Rollins over in the wall. Look at that hustle. I'll just piggyback on what everybody else said. There was no plan as to who was going to be with who, but God had a plan. Yeah. And he put uh, four or five single women together. Yeah. Randomly. But it wasn't randomly. God did that. And we got to share our stories, which was Debbie's favorite thing. What's your story? And so um, we share our stories with each other, and we understand each other a little bit better now, I think, and, and can uh, help each other along the way. Yeah. So it was exactly what Debbie would have done. Amen. I'll just add probably just a little bit of the same thing is um, came in feeling a little bit the same way, like being in a um, different time in our life uh, and feeling a little going through hard times and um, found out everybody's kind of the same way. And after right. going through this and sitting with people I didn't know and getting to know them, getting to know their story, finding out that, oh man, I feel good now. Not because they're going through it too, but just knowing that other people are in the same place and having other people um, not just hearing your story, but um, praying with you and talking with you and uh, loving on you. Man, I feel so much better. And I felt stronger. And uh, my situation didn't feel as hard, and it I just came away just feeling better, and and, and my difficulties are not as bad now, <laughs> just because I had been prayed for and I had my sisters on my side. My my difficulties are nowhere near the the same. Just kind of it's great, and also coming alongside with. My good friends and baby girl yeah. was awesome. That was really good. Yeah. Somebody else? All good? Love leaves a mark. <clears throat> and what you did yesterday will leave a mark. And I am proud of Katie. I'm proud of what she's doing and carrying on what her precious mama um, instilled in her and, and started. And, <clears throat> and um, I want to just share a few, uh, just real, real, probably just one story that I heard yesterday. And um, it just kind of ties in with, with um, what I've been talking about and, and <clears throat> of... I shared a message a few a few weeks ago on um, when you operate in the kingdom, you don't have to operate like the world operates. You don't have to mourn like the world mourns. And there's nothing wrong with the way the world does it. That's okay. That's their business. 
But as a kingdom person in trying to walk out kingdom principles, <clears throat> you don't have to do it according to the book. Okay? Um, and one of the things I shared on a Wednesday night, and, and I had not planned to share it, the Lord just put it in my spirit, and we argued on the front row. I didn't want to talk about it because I, I felt like it was pointing more toward me, and it wasn't, but I just knew it was a word that I was supposed to give. And that word was that it can be better. It can be better. The world says that you've lost a loved one and now it can't get any better. It's got to go worse. The rest of your life has got to be in a negative. The rest of your life has to be because you've lost somebody that you loved for, for 34, 35 years and you've lost that. Now all of a sudden you have to mourn and you have to go into to, you know, this seclusion and you have to go through a deep depression and you've got to do this, 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 and this. And some do that, and as I'm, not, I'm not throwing off on that, but you don't have to. The kingdom is bigger than that. And I shared a message that it can be better. And I know people looked at me funny, and it probably offended some and all that. And I'm sorry, I'm not here to offend people. That's not my nature, you know, but... I did say at the beginning of this process, after Debbie passed the first Sunday, that things would be different. That things would be different in Rodney's life. And some of the things that Debbie taught me for the last five years about spinning plates, I'm finally getting to let the plate hit the floor. I still got a few going, still trying to spin. But I'm still, I'm getting to the point to where you need to spin your own plate. And I don't say that in an arrogant way, but I just can't spend the rest of my life spinning plates. It ain't the way the kingdom works. That's my fault. I screwed that up. But I'm trying to fix it in light of what Miss Mitchell taught me. And she was hard on me the last five years about spinning plates. <clears throat> but the point I'm trying to make in the story that I heard yesterday is that it can be better. And there was a precious lady in one of the groups, and I don't remember whose group it was, I just remember the story was shared with me, that that night when Brother Rodney preached that message, because my situation has been this, I've gone through this, and I'm not going to give any details because I want them to share their story. I was hoping they'd be here this morning, but they didn't, that's okay. No condemnation. But I want them to share their story. But I've, I've, been, I've been in this, and, I, and, and, and when Brother Rodney shared that message that night, that it can be better, that it doesn't have to be like that, that I don't have to operate like the world operates. I can take on a kingdom mindset, and in the kingdom, I, it can be better. And I can start looking at things differently. If Brother Rodney, what he just walked through, if he can stand on a Wednesday night and preach a message that it can be better than it was before, then I need to grab a hold of that. And she said, for the last few weeks, I've been, that's all I could hear was, it can be better. Amen? Yeah. It can be better. And that's not a cop-out. That's not trying to justify anything. I'm just telling you, that's the way the kingdom operates. 
And when we walk in kingdom principles and we take on kingdom principles and we begin to change our mind, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Then I begin to operate in that. I begin to learn from that. I begin to see that I can do all things. I, I, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I don't have to operate the way the world operates. Do I still have my moments? Yes, I had a moment this morning. I have moments all the time. I will continue to have moments. You will continue to have moments, but I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. And I'm so proud of that girl, and I'm so proud, and I'm, I'm excited to hear her share a story that I don't have to. It don't have to be bad. God can take what the devil meant for bad God can turn it for good. What the devil meant for bad in giving Debbie cancer and taking Katie's precious mom and my precious wife away from us early, what the devil meant for bad, will he will regret the day that he messed with her. I said that at the beginning and I still say it today. And he'll regret what God's going to do with that lady because love leaves a mark. Yeah. What he's going to do with that, he'll regret. He is already regretting it. Yesterday was a phenomenal day. It's just the beginning of what God's going to do. I want to share real quick, and, I, and I'll, I'll probably may preach it next week maybe. I'm not going to get into it because of time. But I started thinking about this week, I started thinking about the Christmas story. And I was on my tractor. I was putting out hay and just talking to the Lord. It's always a good place for me. It's just where I meet him. He's the first farmer. He planted everything. (laughs) I don't know if you look lately, but he planted a big garden. And I started quoting Luke chapter 2. And I want to just give you this and then we'll go home. Come back tonight for some more. I started quoting it. And it came to pass. And when I said that out loud in my, on my tractor, and it came to pass. I didn't quote any more. I just began to meditate and it came to pass. And I just want to encourage you. It's what Debbie and I do. Debbie, you heard her when she was speaking. I just want to encourage you. I just want to encourage you. She loved you. She told you. You knew that. But she just wanted to encourage you. That's what she was about. She was about hearing your story. She wanted to know what your story was. She encouraged us to hear people's story. We're so good at judging people right off the bat. Bam, we just make an assumption and go on. And we don't even know their story. But then when we begin to do, but then when we when when we do Matthew 18, which says if you have something with your brother, you go to him. You just go sit down with him and let's talk about this. You know, and that can be good, that can be bad, it's a bad thing, or it can be a good thing. 
You know, but when you sit down with them and you hear their story, I love what Kim's doing. This, they're giving them stories, people's story. When you hear the story, you begin to understand why they do the things they do. But it's so easy because the enemy don't want us. The enemy just wants us to text. I'm just telling you, technology is from hell. Because I don't know how you're feeling about that. I don't know your mindset. And we can get so screwed up with texting. You know? Because that's what the enemy wants. The enemy don't want you to sit down. The enemy don't want you to do Matthew 18. The enemy wants you to do something else. If he can get us to stop communicating, stop sitting down and fellowshipping the ones, stop hearing their story, then we can just do whatever. But no. And Debbie was big on sitting down and listening to you and listening to your story. And when I think about it, and it came to pass, when I was talking to the Lord about that, you know, I, 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 was, I, was, I, was, I was just like, Lord, what are you trying to say in this? What are you, what are you dealing with? with and, and it came to pass. And I want to encourage you like Debbie would this morning. And it... What is the it in your life right now? What does that two-letter word represent in your life? Because right now, that little bitty word has got your whole focus. And it. But it don't stop there. Be encouraged from Debbie this morning. And it, whatever it is, came to pass. It's only for a season. Don't quit. Seasons come and seasons go. We read over the first part of that most of the time. I did. Let me just speak for me. I won't speak for you. It came to pass in those days that they went out of degree unto Caesar, you know, because we want to get to the birth. It came. Not a Christmas sermon. It's a life sermon. And whatever you're walking through this morning, whatever it is, hang on. As Debbie would say, include the Father in it. She said it in her when she was preaching. He's got your hand. He's holding your hand and He's walking with you. And whatever it is, it will come to pass okay is it going to work out like I want it to brother Rodney I don't know that's not my position that's not my decision all I can do is trust and believe and believe that he has my best interest at heart and whatever it represents it can't stay 
It can't stay. It's got to move. And sooner or later, it will come to pass. Stand together. We'll talk more about it in the days to come. But I know we all have it's. There's a lot of it's going on in the world today. And again, I just want to encourage you, as Debbie Wood this morning on her birthday, it will move. It won't last forever. And that can be good or bad. You can be on top of the mountain right now and you say, oh man, let's, let's, just, let's just build three tabernacles right here. And God says, no, we can't do that. We've got to go back down the hill. Yeah. So whatever it is, Father, we give you our it's. And it came to pass. So Father, I encourage, as my precious wife would this morning, focusing on the it brings confusion. But looking past the it will bring confidence. And this morning, Lord, I pray you encourage our people. Encourage this body. Encourage those by Facebook. That it only lasts for a season. And it will move on. And it will come to pass. This life is going to come to pass one day. For all of us. And we'll stand before the good Lord one day. And I pray today that you don't leave here without knowing Him as your personal Savior, as your Father, as your Papa. I really want you to know Him as Papa. Many of us have a religious mindset of Him, but I want you to really know who He is. He's not about all that. Kale's got a great story, and I, didn't, I was going to let her share it this morning, but we run out of time, and I'm going to let her share it in the, in the, in the future. But it's a powerful story about how God is working in strange places. And he's a strange father. And that's the point I want to make to you. I don't know what you think about him. And I don't know what's your mindset of him. But I'm telling you, he's a good papa. And he does strange things. And you say, there's no way he could forgive me. There's no way. Oh yeah, he's strange. He's got a strange kind of love. He's got a different kind of love than any of us really know about. So don't, don't discredit yourself. Let me encourage you from Miss Mitchell this morning. He cares about you. He created you in your mother's womb and you're special to Him. And quit believing the lies of the religious crowd and quit believing the lies of the enemy and quit believing your own lies. Amen? You're special in the kingdom. He loves you. He created you with purpose. And He's got a destiny for you. And quit counseling it out by your words against yourself. You speak life into yourself. Yes. Because He's got a plan. Her favorite verse. Yeah. So Father, minister to your people this morning. Minister to your people this morning. Thank you for Debbie. Thank you, Lord, for love left a mark on us. She's marked a bunch of us. She'll continue, Father. And Lord, I thank you that her reward is in heaven and you have given her her reward. And God, I know she's on the front row worshiping you today. I guarantee it, and I love it, and I thank you. You're a good papa. In Jesus' name.